This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments, you know, without sounding like a complete jerk? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast, a weekly advice show that takes your workplace dilemmas and offers you a better way forward. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Twas the Friday before Valentine's Day and all through the land, the girls were freaking the fuck out because they didn't know what to get their man. I just came up with that off the top of my head. Was that not like that? I should drop a mixtape. It's coming to a SoundCloud near you. All right, guys, it is the Friday before Valentine's Day. And I know what you're thinking. If you're single like me, you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Or you're like, ah, this is great. I'm going to have a really amazing Valentine's Day to myself. And like you're on your girl boss shit. Or if you're in a relationship, you're trying to figure out what am I supposed to get this person as a gift? Is it too soon to get this person a gift? They're not my boyfriend. They're not my girlfriend. Should I wait longer? Like maybe next Valentine's Day? Like what, what are the vibes? What am I doing? Well, this episode is all about Valentine's Day. And today we have on a really special guest, Demona Hoffman. She is a relationship expert and the official dating coach for OkCupid. And she has so much amazing knowledge. Also, her voice is incredible. So you're going to love this episode. And 
if you're stressed out about Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to get yourself out of that. Um, but just know you a bad bitch. Okay. I'm a bad bitch. We're bad bitches together. We're two bad bitches listening to this podcast right now. And everything's going to be fine. And your Valentine will come. Don't put the pressure on. All right. Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to the show, you guys. This is Relationship, obviously. You already know the vibes. This is your host, Cammie Crawford. And today I have a very, very exciting guest to talk about a topic that I know is on all of your minds right now because Valentine's Day is around the corner. So today we have on Demona Hoffman. She is a dating expert and the official dating coach of our faves at OkCupid. You know we love OkCupid. I know y'all been hearing the ads. We have, so they're one of our sponsors. Yay. Which is so exciting, and so I'm so happy to have you here. You've probably also seen her on the Drew Barrymore Show or on The Real Houses of Beverly Hills, and she's also the host of the podcast, Dates and Mates. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Cammy. I need to know how you got into this space. Like, did you fall into the dating space, or was it something that you were always interested in? Oh, of course. We All of us fall into the dating space, yeah. right? But I actually started out as a casting director. I was working oh. in television and teaching classes for actors on how to market themselves, how to have headshots mm. that would stand out to someone like me, how to how to tell their story through their photos, and then how to audition, how to get how to get shows. Yeah. And I was online dating at the same time and it occurred to me there wasn't that much difference between a headshot and a dating profile photo and mm. a first date and an audition. Yeah. So once I applied those techniques that I was learning at work to my online dating career, I ended up meeting my husband online. And then people started coming to me saying, well, I tried online dating. It didn't work. And I'd say, let me see your profile. And I was doing it initially just just to help people, Mm -hmm. help friends and family. And then people started calling me saying, I met someone. I'm I'm getting married. I'm having a baby. And then I thought, maybe I have something here. So that was now over 16 years ago. I've been writing dating profiles helping people online and offline date and through the entire process of moving into a successful relationship. Damn. I was literally just as you were talking, first of all, your voice is so soothing. I'm like, I could just close my eyes and just listen to it. You were never an actor like in the business because you have the voice like you have the voice. (laughs) I was never an actor in the business. No, I went into casting because I I loved I loved entertainment and Mm -hmm. television, but I I didn't want to do the acting thing. But now I'm on Drew Barrymore show and I had to join SAG anyway. So yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, isn't this a change? Yeah. And, you know, you just never know what's coming. Girl, they'll way. get you. They'll get you. I'm waiting for them to come knocking on my door. They're like the IRS. They're like, uh, hi. Yeah, you need to register. Uh, no, God, don't yeah. don't bring the IRS to us either. Exactly. <laughs> we don't want that. None of the above. We will not invoke their name. None of the above. Okay, so obviously this episode is going to air the Friday before Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is on a Monday this year, which I feel like is better in the sense of like you're not pressed to have like weekend valentine's day plans because it's monday so it's like it's work it's work day you know so it's not feeling the pressure as much but why do you think that we put so much pressure on valentine's day well it's everywhere isn't it Mm -hmm. we get these messages and you know the stories that we listen to are so powerful like the time from the time that we're little girls we hear these princess stories and then hallmark comes calling february 14th and mm-hmm. we we build up these expectations that something is supposed to happen or this is how it's supposed to be. So I find that every February 14th, 
people start getting very anxious. Real, it really starts actually like at OkCupid. The beginning of peak dating season is the first Sunday of the year. So between oh. between that first Sunday. So this year it was January 2nd. And we actually got, we call it Dating Sunday. We got two Dating Sundays because it was so early. Mm-hmm. This calendar's all messed up. Yeah. 2022 is already yeah. messing up the calendar. But we had a big peak in new users then. And then again the next Sunday. And then mm. it just builds in the in the lead up to Valentine's Day. And everybody has so much anticipation for this one day. But, you know, it is just a day. Yeah. Whether it's a Monday or Saturday, right. it's, it's just a day. But it is something that brings a lot of people to get clarity mm-hmm. on what they're really looking for. And I think that's the big shift that I've seen in 2022. People are coming out of this pandemic. Are we coming out of this pandemic? I'm not really sure. <laughs> when are we coming out of this pandemic is the question. You could, t- If you can predict that and tell me that, yes. you... Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, that would be a very valuable skill. But at this point in the pandemic, I'll say, people are now moving forward with a lot more clarity about mm-hmm. what they're looking for. And we're really seeing also there's an openness to exploration in dating in 2022 that we haven't seen before. I don't know. Maybe we're just like, the world's going to end. So whatever. Yeah, like, fuck doesn't it doesn't matter. Girls, boys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're seeing a big change in that. It'll take you as well. I love that. I feel like the end of a year is kind of the time, at least for me, I try to, my birthday's at the end of the year. So I'm October 25th. What's your sign, by the way? Sagittarius. <gasps> I know you're a Scorpio. I My am. My sister's a Scorpio. The best. <laughs> I got best. your number, girl. <laughs> we're crazy, but we're great. You're great. You're yeah. great. We are. Yeah. But I think I think of like my birthday as kind of like my new year. So I kind of try to take account of like what's in my life around then and try to make some changes based off of that. I don't like to wait all the way till New Year's Eve because as a child, it's, by then I'm already screwed. So I like to try to make the decisions around that time. But I, I feel like genuinely the end of the year is when people start to take account of what's in their life and make changes. And normally we see a lot of breakups happen, I feel like, over the holidays. Would that be, like, correct? True. January is actually known as divorce month. Oh. So that is when the highest number of people traditionally file for divorce. I haven't gotten a look at the numbers for this year yet, but Uh that's... That's always the trend. It's like it's it starts their summer fling. Yeah. And then we roll into cuffing season and then everybody's like, oh, we got to pair off. We got to pair off. And then we go through the holidays and and it is endings, new beginnings. And then also just that pressure of, you know, family asking, mm-hmm. where, where, where's your boo this <laughs> where year? Where are they at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Right. And so yeah. then we start to think about take stock of the year we had and think about what do we want? For the next year. So this is just this time of this perfect storm of mm-hmm. all of these, all of these expectations that we put on ourselves to also live by a certain timeline. Mm. And I feel like all of that is getting blown out of the water right now in in this part of the pandemic. And just we're we're really looking at what do I need? Mm-hmm. What do I need? And it's it's not what I read in the fairy tales. It's not necessarily what Hallmark is telling me, but how do I take care of my needs and find somebody who's going to support my goals and mm-hmm. see the world the same way that I do? I see values and goals are the two biggest predictors of long-term compatibility. So people come to me for coaching with all of these lists of like 
I've got to make this much money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has to live within five miles of my house. You know, you, you're yeah. an Angelino now, so you yes. Yeah. Oh, listen, I can't be dating no dude that lives all the way in Santa Monica. That's not going to work for me. I'm sorry. Funny enough, when I no <laughs> funny story, when I met my husband, I lived in West Hollywood, not far from here, uh-huh. and my husband lived in Santa Monica. So Ooh. for those who are not who don't understand LA geography. It was a it was a hard hour mm-hmm. between our houses. And if I had set my parameters to what a lot of my clients have, yeah. I wouldn't have found him. It, I wouldn't have been open to it. So it <sighs> made, your love may just be right right outside of the, the the radius you have set. Listen, y'all, just because it's Valentine's Day doesn't mean that you have to wait for somebody to get you a gift. All right. It's time to treat yourself. I'm going to be treating myself, and I know the first place that I'm running to after this episode is Ring Concierge. Ring Concierge is the ultimate luxury jeweler designed for women by women. Founded by Nicole Wegman in an effort to change the way women and men buy engagement rings and jewelry. Because it's like a traditionally male-dominated industry, but Nicole came in and was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, no. Let me show you how it's really done, okay? It's become a favorite among celebrities and influencers, and the best part is you can keep building your collection. Whether it's stacking rings, bracelets, or necklaces, you can create your own stack style. There are so many different options on the site, you guys, and everything is so cute. You're going to find something that you love, and if you're looking for a gift for somebody else, you're going to find something amazing there too. And if you are thinking about getting engaged, there is plenty of really, really pretty ring content on there for you to choose from. You can find Ring Concierge on Instagram at Ring Concierge or on their website at ringconcierge.com. That is at Ring Concierge on Instagram and ringconcierge.com. R-I-N-G-C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E dot C-O-M. Okay, get that bling bling and let's get back to the podcast. You know what, Demona? I need to talk to you offline because <laughs> I, let me tell you something. Okay, I'm newly single. I was in a five-year relationship, just ended November. So, you know, but she's fresh. She's feeling good. I'm I'm excited about the idea of dating, except for the fact that I have never been on a date. Oh. <laughs> well, let's talk about exactly. that. Exactly. This is, let me see, it's supposed to be about y'all on Valentine's Day, but fuck that. I need to talk about me. So here's what had happened. I feel like every time I try to have my whole face, I get wifed up. Every single time. So... Like when I met my ex-boyfriend, we were already hanging out like two weeks straight. We were hanging out, but it wasn't like a date. We had never went on an actual date until after we hooked up. And then we were kind of like, oh, I guess we should maybe go to dinner. Like, <laughs> that would be nice. What are we supposed to do here? Yeah. And then we, we went on a date and we never stopped hanging out. We never stopped dating. And we did that for five years. Prior to that, like my boyfriend before that, we were in high school and like we went to the movies and like I guess that was a date but it was like with a group of friends and then we started dating and then we that was that and then before that the first day I met the guy we were like you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend and we dated for like two years so I've had these like series series of monogamous relationships and I've never just like met a guy who's like when I went this is the other thing See, now, now this is a Let's whole therapy it. session. I canceled my <laughs> therapy session tonight because I have a brow wax appointment. So I'm giving everything that I give to Kelly to you. Thank you. I'm <laughs> I feel like I've never met a man who's like, I really want to take you out. It's always, you're going to be my wife. And I'm just like, that's presumptuous. Like, where's my date? And it's not like, a, it's not a bad problem to have, but I want to be asked on a date. Cammy, you got to ask for what you want and what you deserve. But I will tell you, you're not alone. I'm yeah. sure there are listeners right now who are nodding their heads, even though we're talking about you. Yeah. 
Somebody we're also talking. Relate. We're also talking to them. <laughs> and this is actually a cultural shift that I see happening. Like mm. there, and and there were there were articles a few probably about about when the last time you were single that were talking about the demise of courtship and the mm. demise of dating. And I think it's actually time for us to let go of some of that attachment to how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sure we're going back. Mm. <laughs> I so I'm to, not going I on a date? <laughs> I'm never going to go on no, a date. You should go, but you should ask for what what you want, yeah. certainly. And you deserve that whole phase. Yes. So I'm here exactly. for it. I'm here for it. I think everyone should have a period of exploration. But I also think that the culture, it has changed. Like mm-hmm. the, the uh, us dictating, this is how I want it to go down. Like he's supposed to ask me on a date. I, I remember saying exactly before I met my husband, saying exactly what you said. And this one guy like really asked me out at, at a party. And I was just like so blown away. Yeah. That how did he, how did he, first of all, get the confidence to just come out and just say like, I'd like to take you on a date. Yeah, it's ballsy. And let me tell you something, Cammy. That guy turned out to be nothing but trash. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, he canceled dates. He was flaky. Oh. I had, you know, and it's it, so it didn't show up the way that I had told the story that I had told myself, like, wouldn't that be romantic? Mm-hmm. It ended up being not romantic at all. Mm. And then instead, I meet my husband online and and our relationship develops very slowly and you know 15 years later we're married we have two kids okay that gives me hope i just uh, honestly as much as i want to be asked on a date dates terrify me because i'm like what do you talk about on a date like oh. what do you can we talk about yes that? please top three i love talking about first dates. <laughs> what do you talk about so first of all let's take the pressure off mm-hmm. especially if you're entering into your hoe phase mm-hmm. don't stay too long on the date Ooh. you want to get in get out have a good time and leave them wanting more so okay. a lot of people overstay their welcome on the first date or just overstay it to the point where they're like, think of it like this. The energy, you re- what you'll remember from the date is the beginning and the end because that's mm. when the energy is most memorable. If you stay too long, the energy is going to dip and you're going to feel like, I ran out of things to talk about. Mm. I didn't know what mm. to say. It started to get awkward, right? Yeah. And then, well, you don't know because you haven't been on a date. Right. But this is how it <laughs> I can will imagine. I, this is what I see in the movies. <laughs> So you want to end it feeling like the date is is ending in the middle and that there's more to be discovered. Okay. And then the other thing I'll tell you is that the majority of the way we communicate is nonverbal. So it's not so much about what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. It's it's conveying through body language, through inflection and through through these nonverbal forms of communication that you're interested in the person. And we get so mm-hmm. caught up in like what am I going to talk about? when it's really not so much about the what, it's about the how. Mm. Okay, so that makes me feel better because I just always think like, am I supposed to have a list of like top three icebreaker (laughs) ideas in case things go sour? Well, if if you're on OkCupid and you're meeting Mm -hmm. people from a dating app, it's a great idea. I say make a curiosity list. Just go through their profile and say like, I'm curious about this. I want to learn more about this or go through through your messages. Um, that's a whole other phase of dating that we <laughs> will, if we have time, we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But be prepared. Just mm-hmm. be prepared so that you don't feel awkward, so that you, you're setting yourself up for success. And then once you prepare, let it all go. Like, don't bring the list. Okay. You know, there's some people like, oh, 
Wait, Damona said, don't bring glue. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out now. <laughs> Let me toss this in the trash. But it's the preparation, right? Uh-huh. And then once you've done the preparation, you can just show up. You can be yourself. You can let it unfold. But you have you have a plan. You know what to talk about. If you run out of things to talk about, maybe, maybe it'll flow naturally. You'll mm-hmm. never need the list. But if you have it, then you're at least prepared. Okay. And I also, through those curiosity questions, I like to have people tell a story to ask questions that instead of just like, what kind of music do you listen to? Really get in there with stories. Like what's the last concert that you went to? Mm. Or the first concert that you'll go to whenever people go whenever we can. Again. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the problem with me is that because I'm a Scorpio and because of my job, I over prepare. So I already know your favorite music. I know the last concert you went to. I know the last concert your ex-girlfriend went to. I know where you went on vacation in 2003. Like I and that's why you're getting wifed right. up. Right. That is why you're getting wiped up because you're already skipping ahead, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, she really knows me. Yeah, because I'm yeah. a fucking stalker. That's okay, why. let's dial that down a little bit, Cammy. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't let them know that I know, but I know Yeah, everything Th- I need and this to is, know. Just this so I know a, you're not a murderer. Well, you, yeah, you have to know they're not a murderer. Yeah. If you can figure that out. I can. <laughs> I can't. There's like way too many documentaries. Yes. I'm just like, oh no. Exactly. I know. It, this is your profession, right? Mm-hmm. To do all the research. So you just have to do enough research where it doesn't interfere with the ability to connect or discover new things. But this yeah. is something a lot of people are doing. And this is why a lot of my clients will come to me with like they're giving out their their Instagram and they're linking their Instagram to their dating profiles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because there's a difference between your persona that you're putting out into the public eye and dating Cammy. Yeah. Those are two different things. Yeah. So, you know, it's different when you're a person in the public eye, but for a lot of listeners, it's too much information too soon to share. Mm-hmm. So if you can hold back and kind of get to know someone, let that unfold. And then you get to the point where you swap IGs. And yeah. Then you get to the point where you do the deeper level of research and then you go on catfish and you find right, out. Exactly. And then you meet me really and then, <laughs> then there we are. No, but I have been seeing that lately. One of my girlfriends was talking about it on her Instagram. She's an influencer and she went on a first date. And before the date, the guy was really pushing for her Instagram. And I think that just naturally, because of the times that we live in and the show that I work on, people are very, you know, a little bit more cautious than probably before. And I think she was kind of like, is he trying to figure out if I'm catfishing him or does he just want to like take a deeper dive into my my life and like see what I do? What do you do in instances like that when somebody is like really pushing like you got you got Instagram, send send that Instagram. Like, what do you do? You got to hold your boundaries. Mm. And and dating in itself is really an exercise in figuring out what you want and then communicating that. Mm-hmm. So if you are not comfortable or let's say Demona Hoffman told you don't share your Instagram. Yeah. You could just say that. She said not to. Yes. So I can't. Or I always <laughs> tell my clients, I'm like, make me the bad guy. Just tell them yeah. that I said you can't do that. Yes. But you can really just communicate that in a way that invites people into the experience with you. Mm-hmm. This is a really important skill to develop on dates and even before dates. Instead of setting the boundary like, I can't give that to you, mm-hmm. which is kind of your knee jerk. Why do you want to know that? Mm-hmm. It's more, I like to let the magic unfold. I like to get to know each other naturally. Mm-hmm. Why don't we wait until we meet and then and then we can talk about mm. what's on our Instagram instead of sharing our Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I like that because that honestly, it's too much pressure because like, OK, now you have my Instagram. Are you going to follow me? And like, 
if you follow me, does that mean I have to follow you? And then if the date goes bad after the fact, we're going to unfollow each other? Like what? Yeah. And then we're going <laughs> to be looking through, seeing who who else's photos oh, yeah. you liked and oh, what yeah. comments. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. But this is, this is a good exercise just to practice that boundary setting because the boundaries are only going to get bigger and have higher stakes the further you get into the relationship. Yeah. So if you can't communicate where your boundary is and what you're comfortable with in the beginning phase, forget about it later. It's mm. just it's just going to be too too hard to overcome that and too hard to roll it back. Yeah. Because once you've given it away, you can't you can't take it back. Right. I feel like the weekend before Valentine's Day is popping when it comes to dating. And if you haven't started already, I know that some people are, you know, flipping through those apps and there's a lot to choose from, but not a lot of really quality apps that really understand you. And that's why I really, really have been loving OkCupid and their messaging and everything that they're about. Because have you ever been on a date and it's going really well and then all of a sudden they drop a huge deal breaker like they don't vote or don't want kids? In those moments, I always think, wow, I wish I knew that. I wouldn't have put on pants. Well, thanks to the dating app OkCupid, daters may never be in that situation again. OkCupid finds people you're most compatible with. OkCupid is the only app where your opinions matter because you matter. Here's how it works. The OkCupid app learns what's most important to you by asking you questions like, how long do you want your next relationship to last? Do you like scary movies? Do you enjoy discussing politics? Plus, so much more. Then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about, like puppies and reproductive rights. In fact, did you know that OkCupid is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issues that you care about, from climate change to being pro-choice to LGBTQ rights? That means no more wasted money, no more wasted time, and no more surprises. It's time to find your person, and it really works. OkCupid is mentioned more times in the New York Times wedding section than any other dating app. Download the app OkCupid in the App Store today. P.S. It's free, so you have no excuses, and it's Valentine's Day, so take a chance. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. What do you think about having a first date on Valentine's Day with someone? Good Mm. idea or bad idea? Feels like a lot of pressure to me, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. I, I also, I'm kind of a cheap bitch, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we know that the restaurants have the prefix menus. Child. It's impossible right? to get a reservation. So if you, you don't already your, have one, oh, forget it. Yeah. That happened actually my first Valentine's Day with my husband too. Oh, he didn't know that. No. He didn't know you were supposed to make a reservation in advance. Yeah. And I had told him where I wanted to go. And then he just like the day before tried to call and they just they just laughed in his face. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Nice try, buddy." You do uh, know it's February thirteenth. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, but no. And also, I feel like if the first date with a guy, he already had like a standing reservation for Valentine's Day, just in the case that like he matched with someone that he wanted to take out. I feel like that's a red flag. I don't know. That Something would be about weird. It. Just go out February fifteenth. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. yeah. After I think after is just just fine. Okay, what do you think about gift giving? Because I've seen a lot about this, especially on TikTok. I don't know if you're on TikTok. I'm on it, but I'm not studying it. Okay, okay. (laughs) Well, you're a professional, so you don't need to do the shit that I'm doing. I'm over here like, how soon is too soon for Valentine's (laughs) Day? Somebody was saying, no title, no gift. How do you feel about that? Like, if we're not boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, and girlfriend, boyfriend, and boyfriend, no gift. Ooh, that's a great question. I I think you have to talk about it because mm. it's it's again these expectations mm-hmm. and expectations are just resentments waiting to happen right so if you have this expectation that well this meant that 
we're not supposed to exchange gifts or this means that we are supposed to exchange gifts and mm -hmm. you don't talk about it, then you're going to show up and be disappointed one way or another. Mm. So mm -hmm. we got to we got to discuss. We got to discuss. Yeah. And you it, you don't have to make it a thing. <laughs> I, I feel like we, we trip over ourselves trying to find the right words. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we're just doing too much talking anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you could just say, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up and maybe start with the personal share. Like, I'd love to exchange a little gift or are we planning on exchanging gifts? Then pause. Mm. pause. The pause and the listen mm -hmm. will be so valuable in your entire relationship experience. Listen to what he has to say. And if he wants to keep it a surprise, then you could just assume mm. he's probably going to do it and you might want to just show up with something. But also it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be roses, doesn't mm -hmm. have to be candy or a particular thing. And it also doesn't have to be expensive. Mm -hmm. We actually have seen at OkCupid that people prefer gifts that are meaningful to them. And they would even prefer like a donation to a charity that they care about or something mm. that has that kind of meaning over spending a lot of money on a gift. Yeah. I'm an experiences person. So like me too. I, I, I hate to even put this information out there, but I'm going to assume that my future husband's not listening to this podcast right now. I like as far as my love languages, gifts is like 7%. Like it's the last, I'm just not a gift person. Yeah, it's just not too. my love language. Mm -hmm. However, I do want a man who's going to buy me gifts and give me things. So that's where it's contradictory. But I don't, it's not like a must for me. If you take me to a really, really beautiful dinner with like some really cool chef's menu and like really nice cocktails and we're having great conversation and there's like a vibe, I'm into that. Like that would be good enough for me. And but. let me tell you another great gift for someone who is an experiences person is to give them an experience that you can have together in the future. Mm. So give them those concert tickets mm -hmm. or or give them like my husband. And I, I mean, we're still going to be together, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's like a promise for the future. If you give them them something down the road, like for the holidays, I got my husband tickets to a comedy show that that mm. we wanted to see. So we have have something even like if you're in an existing relationship now that's something that we have to look forward to to have an experience together because yeah. we're both a quality time kind of mm -hmm. kind of kind of couple yeah <laughs> i'm the same way so if my future husband is listening to this i would love the lovely dinner i would also love the birkin don't don't put it back just yet <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and pay for that i did kind of make a mistake me. and tell my husband i was like i'm really not into flowers and then I have to admit, like, I'll, I'll see the pictures on Instagram and stuff. And like, I don't know why I told him that. Yeah. It was so long ago. Oh, I love flowers. If my husband is listening, I would really love yeah. some flowers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you look that up? Exactly. We'll just send him that clip. <laughs> just be like, you don't have to listen to the whole thing. Just listen to this part. She wants flowers, bro. <laughs> okay. I wanted to also talk to you before we get into the write-ins because we had a bunch of people write in with their Valentine's Day woes and excitement. What are some tips for our listeners? And, you know, even myself, like newly single, first Valentine's Day single in a long time. What are your tips for avoiding being sad and like down on Valentine's Day? Like what can what can you do to kind of get your mind off of it or something you can do for yourself that is like giving to yourself love for Valentine's Day? Well, you actually kind of took the words out of my mouth that self-love and I know that's it's kind of a nebulous phrase, right? Mm -hmm. Self-love, self girl, self-love. Yeah. But I, I would I would love to share specifics on what that means. And I'd love to get people into action. 
because and believe me, I've been there like before I was married. I was I was always single, always single on Valentine's Day, sitting there watching my roommate go out like, mm -hmm. bye, girl, have fun. Must you know? be nice. Must be nice. Why her, not me? <laughs> um, no, I'm very happy for her. <laughs> but if you take an action to like you plan something for yourself, take an action to get together with your girlfriends or plan. I'm going to have I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to light candles. I'm going to listen to this music. Mm -hmm. Make that plan for a date for yourself. And then it doesn't feel like, oh, I just kind of slipped into whatever I'm going to do on Valentine's Day. But this is like intentional. Yeah. And you have to figure out what makes your heart sing. Like, I, I love a bath bomb and a, and a candle mm -hmm. as much as the next girl. But like, maybe that's not Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe yeah. it is. Maybe you need to be with people or maybe a cooking you need class to be, sounds like a fun a thing to do. Class. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are like, well, except for there's this pandemic and lockdown, whatever. I have been able to create amazing communities that exist just online. Mm -hmm. And so we, we I think we're going to move into this next phase of incorporating the online communities and the in-person so don't feel like, oh, I just can't do it because, uh, you know, pandemic and I'm single and like all of those excuses that yeah. you you may be telling yourself. Make it intentional and make it unique and special to you. You can do it. You can do it. Do a vision sure. board. Yeah. I love vision boards. Oh, my God. A glass of champagne and a vision board night by myself with music okay. and candles okay. sounds lovely. Although, I don't know, the champagne could get a little. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true. Like, I, I might start that? texting people. <laughs> Oh, yes. Like, and do not text. Like, go ahead and put your phone on airplane mode. Put yes. it. Do, yeah. None yeah. Of the put texting. the phone away. Because the... that does happen, too. As yeah. you get up to Valentine's Day, we start to romanticize and get nostalgic about the mm -hmm. past. And then we're thinking about the exes. And then people start to come out of the woodwork during mm -hmm. this time. Oh, God. Plus with all those retrogrades we had earlier last month the venus retrograde is still still looming i think it is ends it? like february 19th or something i'm like girl you oh, need no. to go that's hurting my make family. your exit and make <laughs> it hasty okay nobody wants to deal with you okay so we have a few write-ins mel robbins a best-selling global phenomenon and one of the leading voices in personal development is back with a new audible original podcast here's exactly what to do which invites you to reimagine the life you want and gives you the tools to take action. Each of the 14 episodes focuses on an attitude or a situation that's holding you back. Is your confidence in need of a recharge? Is your creativity running low? Are you not carving out the right life balance? Or are you just feeling blah and can't get out of bed? I've been there, so I get it. In her typical no BS style, Mel cuts through the hype to deliver the simple tools you'll need to move forward and create a positive change. These short, impactful episodes are the perfect way to take a break, take a breath, and feel truly empowered. Here's Exactly What to Do is the perfect follow-up to start here, her 13-topic breakdown of how to deal with whatever life is throwing at you. Here's Exactly What to Do is available only on Audible. Go to audible.com slash what to do. That's audible.com slash what to do. All right, here's one thing you can do. <laughs> you can keep listening to this podcast and enjoy the show. All right, the first one goes, I am the only single person in my entire friend group. It can be lonely at times, especially when I hang out with all of them and I'm the only one who doesn't have someone. My friends are great, though, and always include me, which I appreciate. I'm anxious about Valentine's Day because I'll be spending it alone. 
I can't really have a Galentine's Day since my friends are all booed up and we'll all be busy. Any advice on how to make this holiday for myself fun and not too lonely? Also, just how to be the only single person in a friend group. Well, we kind of touched on how to make it fun for yourself, but what do you do when you're the only single girl in the friend group and everybody's got a boo and you feel like you boo-boo the fool by yourself? <laughs> like, AKA me. <laughs> First of all, you have to you have to make yourself feel good. Mm-hmm. So even though you're, they're your friends and they're very inclusive and understanding, that might not be the circle that is really fueling your soul right now. Mm. So you don't, just because they're including you doesn't mean you have to say yes. And I, I talk about this actually a lot with dating too, getting into the feeling of being on the date with this person. How does it feel? Not are we checking a list, but how does it really feel when you're with this person? So how do you feel when you're the third, fifth, seventh wheel mm-hmm. in that group? And if it's if it's not the right vibe for you, you can respectfully decline some of these invitations because we are then confirming it's our confirmation bias. It's like, oh, I'm always this. I'm always the fifth wheel. And the more that it happens, the more that we tell ourselves that narrative. Mm -hmm. But the great thing about the stories we tell ourselves is that they can be rewritten and our brains can change. And by changing your behaviors, you can change your mind and vice versa. Yeah. So I would kind of pull back on that friend circle, especially leading up to Valentine's Day, and then do some of the things that we were talking about earlier of like, let's figure out what's going to make me happy this day. Forget what they're doing. Forget whether they're including me or not. This is this is how I'm designing my life for this day or this week. And you can do your Galentine's on another day. It doesn't have to be on February 14th. It probably shouldn't be anyway. Yeah. No, I love that. That's a really good point. I mean, also, I'm sure you have other friends. Hang out with your hoe friend. Like, I, everybody's has yeah. the one hoe friend. Hang out with her. It sounds yeah. like more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and you go out. Go crazy. Sometimes I, I will just buy myself flowers because we talked earlier about how I, I really put the. <laughs> yeah. The kibosh on the flowers. Yeah. That was that was my mistake. <laughs> See, I told you it's hard once to rewind things yeah. once you set the limit there. Yeah. So sometimes I'll just buy flowers like I'll be out at the store. And I'm like, those flowers look pretty. I'm going to buy that because I want to look at that mm-hmm. on my desk. Yeah, the I'm the day. same way. I've actually ordered, like, gotten myself a flower delivery before. Mm. Just but because it, it made more me expensive feel good. on Valentine's Day. Right, so, right. So, you know, buy them early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then make sure you keep the water in them and the yeah. little packet. <laughs> yeah. Put the packet in there for sure because, trust me. Trim uh, the edge. Trim the ends, you yeah. know? Like, you're supposed to in the water. Yeah. It'll be better. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, we touched on this one, but someone said, girl, how do I decide if I should buy him a gift? (laughs) Straight like that. Yeah. Yeah, you got to ask him. But Mm. don't just get him any gift. I I love the love languages Mm -hmm. exercise. Like figure out, make him do the quiz. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If if he's reticent to do it, just say it's it's Valentine's Day. You have to Mm -hmm. make him do the quiz, figure out what his love language is and then get him a gift like if he's into physical touch, you know, get him a couple's massage. If he's into the the quality time, get him an experience. If he's into acts of service, that's a big one for me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, too. Acts of service, I think, is one of my top two. Oh, my and quality So time. hot when, like, when my husband does the laundry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Something about it. Something about it. <laughs> and then when he, when he washes it and he folds yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He mm. can get it. He get it. <laughs> yes, that's honestly, it's the little things. It really is the little things. Like take something off of my plate 
Yeah. Well, there actually have been studies on that, that that when men take a load of the housework, they actually get more sex. Uh, hello. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. But it's proven, scientifically proven. And then make sure if your man's doing those things, make sure you you tell him how much you appreciate God, them and that they you love notice that. them. And they love it. And they do it more. But it's all about this, like getting them to show up. Like, yeah. So with with relationships, it's it's communicating like this is something that I really like. Like, I love it when you I, I don't know what it is, but I love I love seeing you at the washing machine, yeah. honey. <laughs> Once you put that dryer <laughs> sheet in. Mm, right. Love mm. I love that <laughs> clean, fresh feeling. Yeah. Uh, but also my, my brain almost went to a dirty place. But I'm going to stop. I love that. I'm going to stop there. That's great for this show. But <laughs> right. But also for dating, like getting people to show up for you when you're making these setting these boundaries or or having these expectations mm-hmm. get, to get that you want to get met. Just say, like, I really love it when like I have all my clients do a phone call before they get to the day, a phone call or video chat or something. That's always been before because I also have been watching Catfish. And so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've mm-hmm. known. But I mean, I was writing dating profiles even before even before Catfish happened. And I always said, you've got to do your screening step. Yeah. And people are like, how do I get people to do that? If, if they don't want to do it, they just want to meet. And I'm like, you have to get them to show up. Like, well, I really I really just want to get to know you better or, you know, I, I and and don't fall into that trap of text, 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 yeah. text. I know you know this story. Yes. Of, like then you set up this expectation for somebody that's not really real. Yeah. You just say, well, I'll, I can't wait to tell you more about that on the date. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. Exactly. And we're going to have flowers for each other. Exactly. I don't know. Is that weird to get a man flowers? I've never done no, that. No, I don't think it's weird. I think, well, I guess it depends on your man, but it's honestly... When it comes to hetero relationships and like men and gifts, I don't I'm fucking clueless. I don't know what they want other than sexual favors like food, socks. I have gotten socks quite a few (laughs) times. That's what they need. Oh, and boxers. Yeah. 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 I like to get like the boxers that I like him in. Right. Boxer briefs. Right. And then I'm like, "Mm, I got you. Yeah. But it is hard. It is hard to to figure out what what they want Mm -hmm. we know what they want right we all know what they want they're so simple but actually interesting fun fact you brought up the hetero relationships actually there's been a big trend on okcupid didn't get to tell you earlier that people are really also being more open in their sexuality i love and and gender identity Mm -hmm. so like we've added a ton of new gender and uh sexuality options great to to the app and we are seeing that there's been an increase in people saying they're they're bisexual mm-hmm. and pansexual and non-binary. Mm-hmm. So people hey, are exploring, and let's I explore. love that. Let's, let's explore. explore for Day. And people are getting more kinky, but love that's that. A, that's info for another show. I, I love that too. I mean, <laughs> honestly, because I think that at the end of the day, people want to be with people that they can be comfortable with. So even just you saying like Facetime or call before the date, I think that that tells a lot about the person's need and want for you to feel comfortable before meeting you in person. Yeah. And remember how I was saying how important the nonverbal mm-hmm. communication is. Mm-hmm. You can't tell that in a text. Yeah. You lose all context. And it's also it's also asynchronous communication. It's not happening in real time necessarily. Mm-hmm. So people can be very clever and funny and make it feel like you're vibing over text. And then that's why you get to the date. Well, you don't know because you haven't been on a date. See, but that's what I'm saying. Some people will know that then you get there and then you're like, 
why does it not feel yeah like my sister said this my sister was texting with this guy and she was like we have the most amazing banter i'm so excited for this date they go on the date she was like he couldn't have been more boring i was Mm -hmm. like what the actual fuck who are you where's the guy in the text it's a different skill set it's a different skill set. He's mastered that skill set. He Oof. hasn't mastered the skill set of being a real person in, in real time. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And you have more time to put together that text than you can in person. Completely. Like the Completely. banter. And we can overlay our, like, what we want it to be. Mm-hmm. So we can read into it and like, oh, he read it with, he wrote it with this tone of voice. Because mm-hmm. that's how we read it in our mind. Yeah. Women but- especially do that shit. Oh, we put it, we like create a whole narrative around one text. Right. He could be like, okay. And we'll be like, okay. Or we'll be like, okay. Or we'll be like, okay. And we like, and we then we can... start to analyze the timestamp. Yes. Like, well, and then he read it. Yeah. But then he didn't respond right away. And then why? Wait, right. And then he just said, okay. So he's dismissing me. When <laughs> in his mind, he's just like, okay. <laughs> My husband is the worst texter, like from the beginning. He, and Aww. still, like if I read if I read you our text thread, it would be the most unsexy thing you've ever had on this show. <laughs> Meanwhile, when he's at the the washing machine, girl, he goes down. Mm-mm, get those sheets nice and crisp. <laughs> I mm. love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, this person says they would love to remain anonymous. I'll give you the Sparks note, Spark Notes version. My boyfriend and I are rocky because I kissed another person, a girl. And we're learning to trust and build on our relationship. I was already checked out before, but I'm trying to work on our relationship. I'm hesitant about Valentine's Day because it's all lovey-dovey, but I'm not there. Is it bad that I want to be low-key or not even do anything for this holiday? Quote, unquote. See what I was telling you about the experimentation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the time, right? Mm-hmm. This is the time. And look, there's if there's not a ring on it and you have the freedom of exploration, Mm-hmm. This is the time to figure it out before things uh, get more intense. Yeah. Don't let your boyfriend keep you from meeting your girlfriend. Right? I know. (laughs) And look, he, who knows? He might be into it. Mm. He might be into it. But if you had an expectation of monogamy Mm -hmm. and you betrayed his trust, that's something that you have to work to repair. So I hate to tell you, Anonymous, but the, the, the burden of proof is on you. Mm. Like you need, if you still if you still care about him and want to be in this relationship, you do need to let him know. You don't have to get all lovey-dovey for Valentine's Day. Just say literally what you said to us. Yeah. And say, I, I'm i feeling conflicted, but I really care about you. I want to work on this relationship. It doesn't feel like the right time to gloss over it and do something mm-hmm. valentine but I'm committed to this relationship and this is how I'm showing up. Yeah. And maybe you say to him, look, I want to explain explore bringing in a, a a third person to our relationship. How do you feel about that? And then I'll I'll call back to the pause, mm-hmm. the pause and the listen. And you might just get no, yeah. not into it. And yeah. that's and then you have your answer. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with relationships. And I know you know this, like we we are so addicted to these stories. We try to tell the story that we want to tell and we'll get the information and not do anything with it yeah. and then stay in it and stay in it and stay in it. And suddenly you realize like, why am I, I'm living in a fantasy life. Mm-hmm. This is not the relationship that I'm living in. I'm not getting my needs met. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, t- it's time to go. But if you don't, if you don't show up and be authentic and clear with your partner, then you won't know what might have been on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And also I think you have to think about 
why do you still want to make this work? Do you want it to do you want to make it work because you genuinely love this person and want to be with this person? Or do you want to make it work because you feel like you owe it to them to try because they're in love with you? And even though you're kind of slipping out of it, you know, you feel like you, you need to give them something. You, yeah. you don't. You actually owe it to yourself to be honest and you owe it to them to be honest, too. And if they're not down, what can you do? Right. Or are you staying in it? Because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. maybe you have attractions to other people and maybe your family has told you that mm -hmm. that's not cool. Yeah. And so you're trying to, to I almost said square peg, but then <laughs> we keep going. Girl, Valentine's Day is coming. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot. It's getting spicy. You understand what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Square peg, peg her, peg him, whatever you got to do. But you have to be honest with yourself. So... You know, I feel like I took us in a different direction. No, this is always the direction that we're headed in. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. This that's, is relationship. That's true. Okay, <laughs> we're talking about all this shit. <laughs> all right. Oh, somebody said, let's be real. What the fuck do men want for Valentine's Day? <laughs> it, head. Got, it got more intense. Yeah. They want head. They yeah, want they a square do. and a peg. Yes, they do. They want, they some want. of them do want a square peg. That's what they some want. of them want a round peg, you know? Cylindrical. Yes. You got it. Conversations. So, so, yeah, I think that's a word. I'm looking around for check it. Somebody, somebody, Google it. Yeah, I. I mean, obviously, God, nobody, nobody knows. But then you ask men, and they're like, "Sex." It's yeah. so simple. So simple. Sex. But so then, simple. if you've like, if you haven't done that yet, and like you've been dating, and it's coming up on Valentine's Day, I feel like there's also that pressure to like finally do the deed because it's Valentine's Day, and you've been talking to this person. But I don't think that it should be like that. It should genuinely be when you're ready. No, you should definitely not have sex before you're ready. Yeah. And I, I feel like sometimes we get into this this space where we're just like, well, I might as well just do it. Mm -hmm. Right. You're mm -hmm. just like, well, there it is. Yeah. I know what he wants. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. That's like the moral of this whole conversation. Figure out what you want. Yeah. And communicate that. That's the most important thing, I mm -hmm. think. All right. Here's the last one. I got Valentine's Day anxiety because my college is doing these little candy grams and I sent one to this guy that I'm having a little crush on and I would love to know if it's obvious that I'm shooting my shot. The message just says, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for taking the time for knowing how to say my name. I hope you have an incredible semester. Should I be tweaking it or should I just play it cool and expect the best? I don't want him to take it the wrong way. The name thing was important because he said that he asked one of our mutual friends five times how to pronounce it. Was the candy gram as a thank you doing too much or am I playing it safe enough? Mm. I think Why are we playing sweet. it safe? It's I think sweet. it's sweet. Why play it safe? Yeah. I mean, in case you can't tell, I am not the biggest believer in traditional gender roles. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with a lady sending a candy gram? I think I we think should take initiative yeah. way more than we do. And we are seeing that women are sending more messages on OkCupid. Mm. So every month there's been a 10% increase this fall, like month over month. So I've been saying this from the beginning, that women should be initiating messages, should be initiating conversations yeah. out and about when we could go out and about. But now I'm finally starting to see there's an openness to it. Who cares if you send the first candy gram? It sounds like he's into her. I mean, yeah. I don't want to plant things in her head, but it does... 
it does sound like if he's asking five times how to say her name, mm-hmm. it matters to him. Mm-hmm. So either he's just like one of those guys that like, yeah, <laughs> the kind of guy that like tries to order in another language. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Or he's really into her. Yeah. It's one of those two things. Green so flag. 50-50 shot. Green flag. I think that that's <laughs> sweet. I like it. I think that, you know, anytime somebody cares to to get to know something about you. And he's, he's not asking you a million times, which would be annoying. He's asking somebody else so that he doesn't like offend you. That would be I, annoying. Yeah, it would be so <laughs> annoying. But I I am an advocate for shooting your shot. I don't care who it is. Like, what, what do you have to lose? They'll say no. Okay, yeah. fuck them. Yeah, and <laughs> especially cares? like with, with online dating, people are still applying these old rules of chivalry to mm. a new new medium, new technology. Mm-hmm. And like the app doesn't have feelings. The app don't know your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's just a meeting place. It's just a tool to be able to bring you together. So when people are like, oh, I'm afraid if I send a message and then he doesn't respond, like I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to feel rejected. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't know you. How yeah. can he reject you? Yeah. You're, You're not, not even there him. yet. Just shoot your shot. Like you said. Yeah. Do it. I agree. OK, last thing. Because I'm curious. And I was talking to my sisters about this last night. What do you think about drinks on the first date? I think, well, there's actually been a trend towards dry dating. But I think you've got to set your limit. You have to figure out what is the point when you will not be present Mm -hmm. on the date and you will do something that you're going to end up regretting. Or like if the relationship doesn't end up working out, you're going to say, oh, I drank too much. And then Mm -hmm. some things went down. And I say this not out of a place of judgment, out of a place of having been there and knowing like for me, I'm I'm very, I'm very tiny. A (laughs) like honestly, three quarters, like three quarters of a Chardonnay and I'm pretty much done. Yes, yes. (laughs) But I said one drink maximum because I knew that after that point, things were going to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit to you, I did have two drinks when I met my husband. So sometimes rules are made to be broken, mm-hmm. but I try to prepare people for the the process of dating. Like this, I'm playing the long game here. Yeah. Like you're probably not going to meet your dream person on your first date, right? Mm. You need to go through the process of meeting a lot of people so we need to build up stamina. And mm-hmm. if you're getting just trashed <laughs> night after night for these yeah. dates, just to like get your energy up and try to be be relaxed and comfortable, you're you're going to get burned out on it so fast. Mm-hmm. So if you can just like set that limit for yourself. And, you know, for a lot of my clients, they're like, I don't like to drink on dates at all. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. Again, a chance for you to communicate your boundary. Mm-hmm. If you're just like, oh, I don't really drink on dates, but give it an activity. Do something that is going to give you something to respond to, something that you would do anyway that you'd yeah. be interested in. My husband and I went to uh, the museum the other day. Uh, you could go get ice cream and go for a walk mm-hmm. or, you know, do do something else that, you would enjoy and that alcohol doesn't have to enter into the conversation. Yeah. I, I find overall, like I know a lot of people do coffee dates, mm-hmm. former Starbucks barista. So love I'm here for it. But I do find sometimes coffee dates on a first date can be a little stale. So you um, might need some action to it. I think I would be more concerned that the coffee would give me immediate diarrhea and I would have to go <laughs> take a shit in the middle of a date. And that's like not cute. A relationship? Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. That's what I would be most curious about. I'd be like, oh, my start. Like, because, you know, you get that feeling. Maybe That's it's just point. me. No, no, no. No, I understand. I understand. You're if like, things oh, are flowing, shit. you know, and then you get the nerves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand. Nobody but, wants hey, to take a shit on a date. If he can love you through that, yeah. then you know, you yeah. know. That's your ride or die right there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Demona, you're going to have to come back because we got more to talk about. And when I go on my first date, you need to come back and we need to unpack it. Yeah, talk to me after the hoe phase. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you know, mm-hmm. do what you got to do. I'm and trying. Then when you're when you're ready to really have a process and strategy mm-hmm. for dating, you come, you you know, what? you should come on Dates and Mates. Yes. And then we'll talk about your journey yes. on my podcast and we could cross it over. Yeah, it, there will be a nice crossover and you guys will have to keep listening. Could you tell everybody where to find you? Yes. I am on the socials. Yes. At, except for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am on TikTok, but it's a, it's a, it's complicated. But I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Demona Hoffman. And you can listen to the Dates and Mates podcast wherever you're listening to Relationship right now. Yes. And oh, at datesandmates.com as well. And I have also for anyone that's like new to the online dating world, I have a free profile starter kit. So if you're like, I don't know what to write, I don't know which pictures to choose, I will help you out in getting started at datesandmates.com. I love that. I love it too. I just was getting so many questions from people of like, yeah, how do I, how do I make a good profile? And nobody knows how to write about themselves. Yeah, right. So it's like plug and play templates that I've used for clients in the past. And you just, it's kind of like, remember uh, Mad Libs? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh. So you do Mad Libs with your own life. You just fill in the blank and then it makes it really easy to get online and start talking. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being Mm -hmm. here. And you know, if you don't have a Valentine, same sis. So fuck it. Don't even worry about it. We're just fine. We're doing great. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.